Oh shit, boomer alert. <laughs> Already. <laughs> well, you know, I picked the right game, right? Right out of the gate. What did you guys want after the worst loss of the year? Uh. Two angry boomers sitting here <laughs> telling you that this year's Celtics are frauds. They're last oh. year's Celtics. It felt that way, didn't it? It sure looked that way. John, it did, it did a it little. Was, it was, it was, it was, um, jarring looking at what they are today versus what they were yesterday. And they look like they did last year in the finals. Like, how do you not come into this game prepared? They weren't prepared, John. I, I don't care what anybody says. I mean, I'm not one for the whole, um, you know, mic'd up players. I think it's real canned and annoying. But Marcus being mic'd up, like they were talking about things they should have been talking about in practice or walkthrough. I mean, it was as if they went in and said, here you go. Just play how you've been playing and and let's see what happens here and yeah. roll the ball out. I mean, it, they're not going to win against a team like the Warriors that way. Five and, uh, you know, 500 Warriors or not. There's yeah. still the chance. It was, uh, you know, you're, uh, we're going to I'm going to try to not like lean too much on hyperbole talking about this game i'm just going to talk about how i feel about this game okay <laughs> and yeah. I, the, the, again i've used this phrase before the ptsd with this team when you've seen this version and it ripping your hair out and frustrated and you know watching tatum just look overmatched and and mentally owned so and uh and 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 you know watch a team get out coached watch a team be non prepared watch a team get out physical out hustled all of that stuff uh and then just to have these 2021 flashbacks or or you know last four three games of the finals flashbacks I didn't think I could feel that feeling watching this team anymore. I thought you'd have some games where they're like, all right, that game sucked. Flush it. They couldn't hit their shots tonight. What are you going to do? This was everything that's bad about everything that's ever been bad about this team rolled into a ball and just put on national television for the entire country to see. Uh, And I tweeted this and I know people will freak out about it, Nick, because it is what it is. I think, but you know, I'm saying, you know, every single thing that they've done this year and everything everyone has said about him, us included, you know, about how unstoppable they look and how it's finals are bust and how this team's matured and their leaps and bounds better than last year. And it's real. It's real. It's real. All of that stuff. I'm not going to say completely undone, but a lot of people are going to question a lot of it now just based off of this game. And again, is it fair to flush a whole season based off of how you played in one game? No, but doesn't matter, Nick. You could go pick a bunch of fights in the schoolyard, win them, and then the bully who kicked your ass last year comes out and kicks your ass again. People are going to remember that ass kicking. That's who you are. You're the guy. That's only- st- the, you're that guy, the guy who got his ass kicked. And, and not only that, but the whole school was watching. It was in the schoolyard, right? Everybody was there going, fight, fight, fight. And Tatum was running, running, running. He was back on the bike, John. I've been hearing you guys saying a, a lot. Thank you, Dirk. A lot about uh, um, they're unstoppable. And, of course, we've all thought this, but there's a couple things that worry me, John. Number one is what happens when the scouting report comes out? We've seen every team once just about. Now we'll see them all once after the West Coast trip. Are they going to adjust? Of course they are. Are the Celtics capable of adjusting to the adjustments? Well, we'll see. That comes down to coaching. Yeah, and there's two ways to look at it. The one way, the gloom and doom, holy crap, are they frauds? You know, uh, is this who they really are? Can they revert back to this? Are they going to be, are they going to cave every time they get pushed around in the schoolyard by a bigger bully? Uh, Or the second one, which is, yeah, they got to be humbled every once in a while because they're flying a bit too high. And Dirk said it here, and thanks, Dirk, for the super chat uh, donation here. I know others have said it as well in my mentions in this chat here. They needed it. They needed to be humbled a little bit. How they respond off of this is by far the most important thing. But if you see them kind of spiral, like the Celtics have given teams this year like a Celtics flu. You play them, they expose you, you look really friggin' crappy. Then you go out and you play like crap for a couple more games because you're like, oh, maybe I'm not that good. You know, you kind of... You know, the 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 worst your worst demons come out. 
Uh, the Celtics come back out, go back to what they were doing. They didn't do anything that they normally do in a, a, or that they've done all year. They did nothing that resembled anything that this Celtics team has done. And credit Golden State. They have a great system. They're well coached. Defensively, they're great. They throw a lot of bodies at Tatum. They're constantly moving. They make it so uh, it's really difficult to, you know, get quality but shots. John, the Celtics, John. The, yeah, we saw this for six games yeah. in June. There was nothing different tonight. They had more energy. They had scrambling defense. They were running guys at Tatum. No adjustment at all. Like, why? Where was the? Why not? It put. It was run flash Tatum to the post him up. I mean, on the high post and let him find uh, people out of the double team. I mean, none of it seemed. It looked like last year. And then John. I have not, I, I I can't help but think they were unprepared tonight. This was a massive coaching malfunction for for Joe Mazzulla. and I and I and I like to I don't like to blame Tatum. I'm not going to blame him. I mean he, he he whimpered, right? He looked at that Tatum that <clears throat> kind of collapses when you see once every time they play the Warriors. But Joe Mazzulla had them unprepared today. They were unprepared. They came out of a freaking timeout and turned the ball over. They, they did. I hate. I hate doing it for the coach. I think in game Joe wasn't able to make adjustments to what Golden State was doing. But I just think right out of the gate they just didn't do what they normally do. They went for ISOs. They were dribbling into traffic. They were doing all this stuff. It's amazing they only had a couple turnovers early because they weren't doing what they've been doing offensively. It really was shades of the 2021 offense, yep, which is yep. whip it around the perimeter. And then so they don't – one thing the Celtics have been great at this year, Nick, is – uh, they don't take a lot of shots late in the clock. They work it, mm -hmm. and they get the f first good shot they see, they take it. They weren't able to find good shots against Golden State. Golden State was swarming them. It was making it tough, and they were just forcing the issue. First, Jalen Brown, who had a good game, you know, uh, Brogdon had a good game. That's it. Everyone else, Derek White, oh, my God. God, like this was every bit of last year's Derek White. He was a mess. You could see his shot falling a foot short right out of his hand. He was in his head all night. Tatum was in his own head all night. He couldn't figure it out. They just got mentally dominated tonight. Mentally and dominated. That, and the one guy that came focused and locked in, Jalen Brown, just didn't have the ball enough in the places where he could where he could make it happen even more to take them over the edge. Every time it seemed like the Warriors were pulling away Jalen had hit a big shot and then they go away from him. 2021 John it's 2021 all over again uh, the as you would say the bad Celtics showed up yeah and but that's the thing Celtics. is like that's the worry Nick is like even during the 35 even during that stretch last year you know they start the year 2021 and blah 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 and then everything turns around even during that stretch near the end of the game uh, near the end of the year you know the second half of the mm. year it was always like is this real? Are these guys real? Or is it the other thing? And I mean, for, you know, for, I mean, they made the freaking finals. It's really hard to criticize ultimately what was real and not real. But you see the team that they were against the Warriors. And you know, that's why everyone reacted the way they did in the offseason is this team's got a lot of freaking problems, you know? And all year long, I'm like, I don't get how they solved their problems. It's the same guys with like two <laughs> months off. I don't understand how this team's so much better. It makes no sense. I don't believe that each one of them has evolved so much in such a short period of time that they've taken things to new levels. Um, you know, you added Brogdon, which was great, but you're still playing without Rob. It didn't make sense. It doesn't compute. Why are they so good? And a lot of it was approach and mentality. They were just playing a different style of basketball and committing to it. It's, they went away from it completely tonight, completely tonight, and they just got friggin' punked i mean punked by 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 golden punked. state yeah all i can say is thank god they're playing monday because that's and obviously no well no rob radio. but yeah exactly know, but that, yeah but they had they were they were who were they missing um uh uh wiggins what do you call wiggins wiggins so and that should have been the tatum stopper right there i mean tatum should have said oh no, it's it's beyond that it's tatum's and again against this team and draymond you know like it's oh. no, I mean it's He's just so exhausting. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, how does how does Steph Curry find open shots all night? Well, that was the other too. thing is that's what's annoying, Nick. It wasn't just look. Everyone's gonna go like talk about approach on offense, and that's fine. Meaning like 
they kind of went away from it. It was weird. They didn't play their game. But all night long, they were doing, you know, bat, you know, you don't have your bigs here. You don't have Horford, which hurts. They're playing drop coverage. They're giving them a ton of open looks. Clay gets hot early. But I was just more – that's a strategy. I was more upset with the uh, standing around. They were just yeah. standing there. I mean, in a lot of different ways, both offensively and on defense, just standing, not getting out on shooters, not closing out, going under screens. Marcus was going under screens all freaking night. I mean, you know, and, and just allowing these shots. And then the, the, the thing that killed me was those back-to-back leakouts there um, for the, for the transition oh, buckets where on. one was, one was, one was, it was Brown, but Tatum was in there too. The second one was straight up Brown. How do you fall asleep on that shit two times in a row? That's like Joe's first angry timeout of the year. That's just. And then they came out of that timeout and turned it over. Jalen mm-hmm. bailed them out not the next time down the court. You're just not, your head's just not in the friggin' game when you do that. Thank you here again for the super chat. Um, yes. Don't play the friend thing. Yes, please. All right. The Guard Report, as always, is brought to you by our exclusive wagering partner, Bet Online. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs from football and basketball this season. You will always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. Always your continued source for sports wagering information. Bet Online features live betting, free contest, live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf games and events. So head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Uh, it's a terrific deal. Just use that promo code CLNS50 again. Betonline.ag, you get a 50% welcome bonus with your initial deposit use that promo code clns50 to receive your rewards bet online where the game starts don't do that somebody put this somebody tweeted this at me but i missed it the draymond hit the deck and tatum picked him up uh oh. during one time give us some confirmation there because i missed it and um, I, you and know and while, I'd be while, while the play was that. going on yeah oh oh don't give me that please yeah what, what, I think it was. I think it wasn't even a dead ball. It wasn't a whistle. He helped him up while like Golden State was going off in transition the other way. It oh was like God. a live ball situation, and a couple of people were like, "What was that?" But I was scrambling to get ready for the show and move all of my stuff into the room, uh, so I missed it and I didn't get a chance to rewind it. Tim Tim Shields, our terrific producer, indefatigable Tim Shields, up with us all night long. <laughs> West Coast doesn't matter. Confirms to me it did happen. It was live, in the words. Of Tim, so yes, um, even even um, the reaching, no physicality. They were getting pushed around by a basic finesse team. I mean, ten more, uh, ten more rebounds. I'm sorry, almost twenty more rebounds out rebound, twenty more rebounds in the Celtics. Yeah, offensive rebounds. Their guards were dre- were pulling down offensive rebounds. They were talking. They were playing like they lost in the finals. Yeah. The Warriors. Yeah, yeah. The, the 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 whole like oh we you know this motivation. But this to- summer burned my gut. Oh, this is your first fucking opportunity. Are you? Yeah, we don't me? do that on this show. This I, is a I'm wholesome still, show. I mean, I, it's, I'm saying it's boomer like, Gelso in the house. Yep, super uh, chat just to call you a boomer loud. I even uh, there you go. I even have my green lights on here. Yeah. I look like Kermit the Frog in a yeah, in a flannel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, bad. A lot of people are putting it entirely on Tatum. I'll put a lot of it on Tatum, but a lot of things there too. Like, they, I think a lot of people got in their own head. Um, Smart just Marcus. Smart was just bad, just bad. Uh, Grant sitting around uh, up faking all the time, driving into nowhere land, and then just kicking it out to people that were in worse position than he was before the pump fake, and in and 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 before he got into the lane. In both cases, he didn't know what he was doing. Derek White never seemed to really want to shoot. He just shot because he had to, because he was was open. And each time he did it, you could see he was aiming it and he was in his own head. He went to the basket late that one time and then like forgot to jump. Like, I I don't know. I mean, he, he didn't look like he wanted to be out there at all. He looked like it was, it was like, Derek White's game was like that flashback, you know, when you like you think back to when kids were making fun of you when you were a kid and you're like and and like that's what he was like in his head the whole time. But he's I, another one, John. Draymond Green in the finals 
trolled him. They He trolled him on his podcast, on the basketball court, in the press conferences. If I'm Derek White, who's having the season that he's having, which he's been playing great, I'm coming out there wanting to kill, kill. And he came, they all, you know who, you know who showed up, John? Blake Griffin showed up. Yeah. For as long I mean, as he could, for as long as he uh, could. I mean, if three, 13 points, four or five from the field. I mean, was he a difference maker? No, but he came to play. He was physical. He was physical, you know, and then the, I'm not going to be, I'm not doing it. Like one of my buddies who's been a long time viewer and listener of the show called me in the middle of the game that I knew he wanted to pitch about the refs. I'm not doing it. They sucked. The Celtics were worse. They didn't start going to the basket until the fourth quarter. And when they did, they did it like uh, uh, flinging the ball. Like it was just flailing and, and that Tatum bad body language. Um, I could keep going and going. I'm not going to. I, I'm trying to find some some bright spots here, but um, there were none. There weren't any. There were none. There were none. They're punked on national television while they're raising number six to the rafters. Our guy! They're raving his number up to the raising his number up to the rafters. That should piss them off. So, uh, there was uh, somebody said something to me the other day. It was you know interesting as well. Everything is going great for the team, and they're playing in a way where they're complementing one another. Um, and they're playing together and everything is great. And it's unlocked some of the skills of, you know, a lot of different people. Um, and it's unlocked the best version of Tatum and Tatum has been playing overall the best, uh, the best, uh, you know, ball of his life. But, uh, someone got it, you know, it got at me. Uh, it might've even been in the chat and was like, they still don't have that guy, like the, the guy who's like the guy with the ball in his hands. And all you have to do is just get out of his way when he has the ball in his hands, the Luca or the Steph, which is. And then they're just creative and intelligent and above all else and will make it all happen on their own by sheer, you know, force of will. And like arguing that while the Celtics have supremely talented players, they're still lacking that guy. Like Milwaukee is for that matter, too, Um, you know, in the sense of like Giannis isn't always that guy. Sometimes he defers to others in the clutch um, as well. I don't know that that's necessarily the case because I think Tatum was kind of trending in that direction. But those games where he can get taken away and taken out of his game, which you haven't seen many of this year, but you see a game like tonight, is always the thing that people will be like, ah, that shouldn't happen. You know, that shouldn't happen to the to the A1 alpha. To be completely taken out of a game and to look lost and to look frustrated and confused, like, yeah, bad shooting nights happen. But to look like you don't actually know what you're supposed to be doing and be off all night and just have to get into that whole thing where the offense affects your defense and you're not getting back and you're doing things. The, when he got yammed on in the friggin' uh, on, the, on the baseline there, that was, that was a good defensive play that he gave up on because he thought the ball was out of bounds and then stopped. Like he just kind of kept, I just too many starts and stops with him tonight where he really took himself completely out of the game. And you know, you know what else was happening here, John, at the end of the game and getting all the texts from everybody. Tatum's not an MVP. Tatum's not an alpha. It's everyone jumped quick. I still disagree. I still, I disagree too. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I agree with you, John, but this night, this night throws. Yeah. Kind of right. Well, it's hard to defend them then. After a night like tonight, it's hard. It's hard to say, yeah, you know, you're wrong because he did the exact same thing he did six months ago. Yeah. I mean, I thought with all that talk of the burn belly, I thought the burn in the belly, I all summer I had to deal with this. I thought we were going to see something complete. You know what I thought we'd see? You know, like, um, I'm not even going to go there. I'll be boomerized. So I'm not even going to say what I thought I'd see. But I thought it was going to be fire in the belly. I thought it was going to be, even in the second half, I figured, okay, they'll go on a run here. They'll go on a run. Uh, They have all year. They've been able to flip the switch. The only team they've really, really had problems with is Cleveland. I'm thinking this is, but it's a 500, but they're still the Warriors. Klay Thompson was out of this world. I mean, they were hitting shots, but the defense was slow. There wasn't the switching. And then here we go. Tatum is not that guy. And, and, Bobby was right about the defense. Well, John, I could keep going and going and going. I'm going to, I'm going to throw to you, but otherwise it's just going to be me bitching the whole time. Um, No, it's going to be both of us bitching. I mean, there's not, there's just not much to say. The, the question is just simply like with everything, is it real? Like, 
is this is this a problem? I know people are talking about the defense. I'm not arguing that defense doesn't matter. I'm arguing that when this team wants to play defense, this team is capable of playing defense. They We've did not it. all they did not get bad defensively overnight. They are they are coasting a little bit as many dominant teams do, especially one that's playing offensively like they are. They they don't need to put as much effort on defense because they're just killing people. It's not that I don't think defense matters. Of course it matters. But you'd rather have a team have an offensive identity and be able to turn on their defense when they need it than have a defensive identity. But when the other teams are playing defense, you can't score a freaking bucket like they couldn't do in the finals last year. That's scarier. I'm confident that this team can find their defense when they need it, particularly when they have at least one of their two bigs in the lineup, which they, of course, didn't have tonight. So certainly that makes a difference, Um, you know, but yeah, whatever. I'm going to throw up this super chat. Yes, Joe got out coached. We're not going to argue uh, with that. Thank you very much for the contribution. Badly. Yes, badly. Badly. I know you don't today. like to blame coaching, but it was glaring today. Yeah, super you chats. Know, was- are, sorry, Nick. Super chats are nice, but they don't pay all the bills, uh, of course, <laughs> right? They are nice. And those they pay those, your bills. <laughs> those of you contributing to the super chats, we'd like to thank you very much. We do appreciate it. The money goes to all of the hosts, none of them to Nick, even though he's hosting tonight. He has guaranteed mm-hmm. he is to pocket I'm... none of this money. None of this money. But we do have several sponsors we have to tell you about. We're going to start with Rocket Money. What is it? It's that thing. It's that app. It's that app that gets rid of all your unwanted subscriptions, of which I have dozens and i realized it after using rocket money and i couldn't believe some of the stuff i was still paying money for are you wasting money yes you are 80 percent of people have subscriptions they completely forgot about i'm one of them most people think it's about 80 bucks a month that they're spending on 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 subscription sites it's it's closer to 200 and i'm over 200 it's insane because i think the pandemic just snapped my brain and i started friggin i got I subscribe to everything and I still have a million of those and that's what's happening right now. So the app, what does it do? Consolidates all the subscriptions in one place, cancels for you, goes right to the right to the source, cancels it done, you're not paying anymore. So get rid of useless subscriptions with Rocket Money now. Go to rocketmoney.com slash garden. Seriously saves you hundreds of dollars a year. It's well worth the investment. Rocketmoney.com slash garden. Please do that. Anybody who supports any of our sponsors and can show me proof gets a Nick Gelso designed and generated (laughs) garden report t-shirt. And that's what we like to give out here. So we will absolutely uh, do that. Back to the game. And again, the rocket money thing. Holy crap! I had no idea, Nick, until I until I dialed that up. Um, John, I had I I almost just canceled both credit cards. I almost canceled all my credit cards just to do it over again. So I would default on everything and only renew the ones that I wanted when they started sending me things because that's what I thought I would have to do. Don't do that. Get this instead. John, I had three BSJ memberships active. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Three. Uh, three different usernames. I guess three different emails. I don't know, but I've been getting charged three. Thank you, Greg Bedard. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Rocket Money, because now I only have one. <laughs> yes, that is good. Um, so we're back. Uh, just to let you know, Bobby Manning is, and let me make sure. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Uh, Bobby Manning is at Golden State, um, and uh, he's in San Francisco. Ga- in San Francisco, he's gathering um, some uh, post game sound. He will join us in a little bit. Um, and uh, what do you mean I'm to blame? Yeah, I'm Mr. Optimist is the reason they lost me, saying they were the greatest <laughs> team. Bobby was right. I've been seeing a lot of Bobby was right. Yeah, how many superlatives will there be on the negative side tonight? It's so funny. Bobby's going to take a victory lap over a loss. That's so – uh, so, Well, he takes victory lapses when Toronto wins. It's so random. Um, <laughs> so, I, I mean, I, I don't know where else to go with it, Nick, other than like – no i'm just kidding i'm kidding (laughs) no but like what what's it take to wash it away like if they go out and they smoke the two la teams i that still doesn't wash it away for me Uh, i need to see but john (laughs) if they lose to the lakers on national i think that's nationally televised too if they lose to the lakers then that 
I don't know if that still matters. <laughs> it does to me. Then I'm going to be really pissed. They, I'm going to start going there gutless. And that, then then the boomerang comes out because you can't throw up two consecutive stinkers on national television, one against uh, the team that punked you in the, in the finals and the other against your arch rival. They better win against the Lakers. I feel no rage, truthfully. I'm just shocked. I did not expect um, – I didn't think they were capable of, of a performance like this, for real. Like, I thought, like – you could have a bad shooting night. Golden State's a tough team. They play really well at home. You might lose a game. It'll be competitive. It'll be an annoying frigging loss, but whatever. And then you'll grit your teeth and be like, all right, get him next time. I did not expect straight up game five, game, you know, five, game four, five, six fives. I did Again. not expect that. I, I never thought that could happen to this team. And I wonder what they're thinking and feeling right now. And I'm curious when Bobby gets out of the locker room. I can't room, wait to hear the, um, the fire in their gut. What they're saying, because I mean, um, you know, I know Tatum will take it on himself. He's a very accountable yeah. guy. Um, and that makes sense. But. Uh, and Brown kept, Brown gave everything he could. I mean, there's yeah. not really much that, that, that he could say. I mean, Marcus really, Derek White really, Al was missed more, um, I think, just as a big body, right? I mean, Blake did as good as he could. He had a good game filling in, but he's not going to be the presence that that Al Horford is. Al's also a calming force, and they sorely missed that tonight. I thought it was really, really, again, I, I, I don't like when the – not that I don't like. I just don't pay attention when the players are mic'd up. It's not that important to me. I think it's real cliche shit, but – Marcus told a lot in that one. I mean, he he started saying basic things when you're playing the Warriors. Basic. And they're doing this on the fly. I mean, again, was there a walkthrough today? Did they have a walkthrough? Did they did they not come? Did they not watch film from the finals? This was the same games. Like just put it right back. Transport this game back to June. And you have tonight's game. You didn't even have to play. Yeah. So I, I just felt like Tatum was going to come out and score 50. And if they lost, it was going to be like you said, an annoying loss where they really fought hard. I know that's cliche, but, and you know, it was down to the wire. This was embarrassing. Yeah. So let's talk about it. Cause right now, a lot of the post game stuff coming out is about, um, you know, people defending Tatum. Um, Malcolm Brogdon saying, like, obviously, no, we still have tremendous faith in Tatum. Missoula saying, no, he doesn't have to do anything different. It was me. We have to, coaching good. has to be better, which is good. I love the accountability there. We'll bring in Bobby and get his takes on things as well. Bobby Manning in Golden State. Uh, Bobby, uh, you're out of the locker room. We we're talking about Tatum. I saw some guys, you know, defending him. I heard Joe Missoula also saying, like, we got to coach better. Um, it's not on him. Uh, what's the general reaction to overall just this stinker of a game, but in particular uh, Tatum's absolute, you know, just dog shit, no-show performance? Yeah, it feels a little protective of him after this one because you, you see the lack of involvement between the first and the second quarter, and I'm sure some of that goes back to coaching and their approaches. But I, I saw guys throughout the game trying to – get him the ball there was one play in particular where he was matched up against Michael Green uh and then just kind of like hesitated threw it to Brogdon he fired off at three and those are the kind of sets you were seeing from the Celtics tonight uncomfortable by the fourth quarter I thought they looked rattled uh, and Tatum just disappeared for large stretches and that was the story of this one for sure uh, he missed some sh tough shots in the lane they were really loading up on him in there so I'm sure that's what Joe looks at and it's like all right we had to find some ways to shake that uh, and this certainly wasn't all on Tatum there were some guys up and down the lineup who were just terrible in this one but uh, this is a tough one for Tatum given the finals he had given the issues he had in this building against this team you really want to have a comeback performance and instead this one looked just like what we were watching in June it, and that's the thing it was so eerily similar both in terms of Tatum's struggles and Brown being like okay I'll just do it myself and again you had a lot of people off those finals being like well you know Brown wasn't deterred by their defense because again Brown has that thing that Tatum does doesn't um, which serves him really well is that extra gear. Heart? No, he's just got I'm that. Just, that was a joke. That was a joke. He's <laughs> just got, he's got that extra level of athleticism where he can physically just 
get there um, better than Tatum can, where Tatum has to make his moves and kind of get his way into the lane and he's, you know, get his, get, you know, get himself set for the finishes that he wants to do. And when you throw a lot of bodies at him, like they were doing tonight, um, he gets thrown off a little bit and that's what happened to him. But yeah, it didn't look like he knew where he wanted to go, whether he wanted to get into the lane, where he wanted to go with the ball. There are times late in the clock where he was, hey, had the ball, and he's like, I got nothing, and then he'd give it to somebody else. It's just a strange overall performance. He didn't really seem comfortable at any point in time um, with, with with really any of the the way the game was going. Yeah, um, and that's I, what the Warriors wanted to do. Go ahead, yeah. Bobby, I, I think that uh, they were getting Tatum the ball, but they were don't they weren't really doing anything to get him open or put him in positions to make plays. I mean, they were just it was more of that get Tatum the ball, double team at the three point line, let him dribble and hopefully find an open guy on the three point line. So there's nothing advancing towards the basket. And that's something that's alarming because I thought we cured that. I thought that that was now a thing of the past. Yeah, and I think some of the rotations hurt them in that sense. Like, Blake was rough in this one. Those Luke minutes where they went deep into the second unit were just a disaster early in that first quarter. So a lot of times Tatum was off the ball, and that's been successful for them so far this year. Uh, But they weren't able to involve him. Like, I think there was some ball denying going on. I'd say that there was definitely a lot of rushing guys off the line and making them wow, blitzing make him. those yes tough decisions. And you saw it with Grant. Grant really mm-hmm. got rushed off the line, and uh, different guys who had the ball in their hands were rushed. This wasn't the greatest smart game. I thought he was erratic at times. Brogdon settled them down, but no one else really could. And Tatum, he got lost. And I think you know there'll probably be possessions where he looks back and says, "I had to go get the ball in that spot and uh, try to make something happen." And uh, unfortunately, a lot of times they just got stalled before they could even get him a touch. I mean, he literally didn't touch the ball for like the first three minutes of the second, right, John? Uh, based off what I saw there, and he didn't shoot the ball until about right. six minutes into the second. Uh, so he was he was a non-factor there, and then later he just missed a lot of shots. Uh, so uh, this is tough. I mean, <laughs> like the, it was a return to the old Celtics essentially offensively in this one, and the Warriors were able to make them look so uncomfortable so rattled at times and every quarter seemed to get worse like the ball just started flying around more and more turnovers increased into that second half no one could really find a way to settle them down outside of brown and brogdon did you feel that they looked almost ill-prepared coming into this game i mean i think that almost from a a standpoint of watching them i knew kind of what the warriors were going to do tonight why did it seem like the celtics didn't uh, Joe's thing on that was that they hadn't seen defense like this this season. Like, it felt like they did some things in terms of the help and those closeouts, the hard closeouts that they hadn't been used to. Like, I think a lot of things came easy for them. And you definitely saw that with Tatum. You definitely saw it with Brown. Like, Brown had a great game. They were tough great shots. Game. Went to the mid-range, hitting shots over guys. Guys right in his body. He was able to get them off over and still hit them um, while drawing some contact there on a couple of free throw opportunities. But... Everything else was tough for them. I mean, again, those those possessions where they got the ball to shooters and the Warriors were right there, those were really difficult spots for the Celtics to make plays out of. And the one thing, you know, you talk about, like, wasn't there for them schematically, Nick. Like, you didn't see that off-ball movement and all that off-ball screening and just the different activity that they've done to start this year. And that falls on the players because, again, we know this team isn't going to call a lot of plays. We know it's a lot about them finding a flow and activity. And you saw them trying to communicate and settle themselves at certain times but they weren't able to get into sets that uh, calmed them down and made the Warriors, uh, you know, play off balance. And I think the big one in this one is that they didn't get those quality looks at the rim. Like Griffin, he had a few dump off makes that were good, but you think of Luke in the minutes he wasn't able to play and Grant playing out in the perimeter. Like Grant went at the small guys like once in this one. You didn't have Horford. Brown and Tatum were seeing crowds at the rim. So like who was going to step up? give them some really good looks at the rim while the Warriors were really pressuring the perimeter. You you miss the potential Rob return in this one, certainly. Like, he's a guy that could have done that. And, you know, Grant was in for them. I mean, uh, yeah. we could have seen more Brogdon, maybe. Uh, more Brogdon at the – I thought Brogdon put a lot of jump shots up. And, again, that's the story yeah. of this one. Like, tough shots. Those two made them. Other guys didn't. And it just ended up being a really dreadful shooting performance for them up and down the lineup. Uh yeah, one did the point crowd I, rattle? Did the crowd crowd rattle them a little bit? 
mate, again, I think it spiraled on them and it wasn't the crowd, but the crowd really capitalized on it when they started missing free throws when white hit the side of the basket. Again, that's, that's true. I mean, in the second half, like it really looked like things got tense out there for them. And they were rushing possessions in ways that we hadn't seen them. That play where smart just kind of threw the ball away on the fast break. I think of, uh, there were moments in this game that were so uncharacteristic of what we've seen from them. That's what I mean, Bobby. I never, I did not believe I could feel. Again, I, I said the game was as much about feeling as, as it was, you know, whatever, anything else. I did not expect to feel this way about this team this year. I thought it was, I, I didn't think it was in them. Like, losses like they've had a few times this year or games where they haven't played at their best and squeaked out wins, which are very few, obviously you're like, okay, they didn't shoot well tonight. This wasn't their best game game. Oh, we lost him, Bobby. We lost you, John. My mic cut out for a second. Um, I didn't think that we, we could see the game four through six Celtics reappear again to look like they had no idea what they were doing, letting their letting offense affect defense, not getting back on defense, standing on. Oh, they got killed in transition. Out. Yeah. How was was Steph Curry open for his favorite shots all night long? I mean, he just had but he had carte blanche. He took whatever shots he wanted to, whether it was at the basket or forty feet away. I, I just don't understand. It's Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. Yeah, How I are think you th- not prepared. I, I just don't get it. I think they were a little unpredictable offensively, and they really kept the Celtics off balance. I mean, they came mm-hmm. into this game sixth in offense uh, over this recent stretch here over the past month or so, and they've been at that elite level right there with the Celtics on that end. And you just see the way they execute, doing things that I think the Celtics want to do uh, but weren't able to do in this game. And like they just have such a good sense of like where the defense is, reacting, going to secondary plays if that first play doesn't work. And that's what you saw them – yeah, that's where you saw them get in between. Jordan Poole was great. Steph went in between when he needed to, but also stepped way back for his classic threes. And Clay, I mean, this guy, like, he missed a lot of open shots in this game. He struggled again the start, I thought. But he goes downhill. He finds different places on the score, uh, yeah, floor to score from when that resilient. three isn't there for him. Mm-hmm. He's resilient. And he defended like crazy. Mm-hmm. And I thought that's something that the Celtics really – to John's point before he left there, slipped up with. As, as they started playing worse on offense, their defense slipped. And those transitions last year. just killed them. Yes. Oh, oh, and it spiraled on them. Yep. Yeah. Bobby, were they – Kamenga running back just, line. Oh, Kamenga was – he was brutal tonight. But when you, when when in the locker room or on the podium, was there talk about, you know, the fire in the gut they felt all summer? You know, that's what they uh, were we talking still about. So – we still haven't heard from the players yet here, but again, I, I thought Joe took an interesting approach there in terms of like deflecting blame off the players and putting on the coaches. It, it sounded, it it sounded Brad like. You think that's the right it's approach? I do. I mean, I think it was. It, it's right because they looked on. Unpre- I think it really. I think that really was the case. I think they looked unprepared, Bobby. It looked like they were going up. They they walked into the to the arena as if they were going up against you know, just any average team and not the, the team they faced in the NBA finals and lost last year on their own court. You yeah. know, I didn't you know. And, and to have the kind of mistakes that they had. And I was telling, I was saying earlier before you popped on, I'm, and you don't know, cause you were, you were there, but on broadcast and I'm not one for the mic ups of the players, they're cliche and stupid. This one was really telling. I mean, Marcus smart was, was, he was spouting off basic fundamental things that golden state does like that the viewer at home knows like you've got to do we've got to do this we've got why are they coaching up did they have a walkthrough yesterday today they practiced yesterday yeah i I just don't understand how they could come into this game what you don't think joe mazula got them before the game and said you need to show these guys that you were punked last year that wasn't the team you are this is the team you are and, that's and, and more importantly, strategically, strategically, it just seemed like they weren't they weren't ready. Yeah, and that's and why I think it's tough if you're that coaching staff to give the players all the credit, say that they're the ones kind of making things happen on the floor, calling plays, you know, executing these different sets, and then turn it back when they fall short and say, oh, this is on the coaching staff and the preparation and all that. Like you said, there's no way that they weren't ready for all the different sets and actions that the Warriors were going to run there. And Joe Mazzullo said it himself, they were trying to give up some of those long shots. Like, they dropped Blake. They, 
you know, we're going to live with those curry bombs and some of the tough shots that Clay hit. But they had to erase those breakouts, the transition plays you talk about, the mistakes. Mm -hmm. And that is the one spot where I do think he veered a little bit towards saying that the players lapsed a little bit in this game. And you start there. If we are going to hit on the coaching staff, I thought the rotations got pretty erratic in this one. Like that bench unit came in in the first half, minus 11. And then what what were they trying from there? Grant at center, Pritchard came in in the second half trying to save them. Like they just completely went away from their rotations. And it was tough, right? No Horford in this game. He's he's central to everything you're going to try to do with switching against a team like this. Like Blake switching on the perimeter, it's not going to happen. Cornette, he's not going to get out on shots. The Cornette contest isn't going to work against Steph Curry. So <laughs> I saw at one point like Tatum pointed at Cornette and it looked like they kind of like miscommunicated something there. And then they went smaller and the Warriors took him to the in- interior. So like you said, Nick, it's that topic of resiliency and experience and just having the flexibility that the Warriors did to be able to react to everything that the Celtics tried against them. And the Celtics didn't quite have that same ability to score resiliently on offense. Their offense just collapsed. Like it, it, well, it everything we've like, seen them do this year disappeared tonight. Uh, Bobby, I hate to say it, but it, it looked like live with the three, die with the three. You know, I know that's an old school, John, you got a terrible oh, there we go. Oh, echo, John. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, and just mute yourself. yourself. I got Thank you. you. Okay, cool. Um, you know, and I'm I, that's cliche at this point too. The Barkley live and die with the three. But tonight was the first time this season, remarkably, after how many games that the three just it was just not going. And then again, I do think it has a lot to do with preparation because you come in less rattled uh, when the opposing team goes at uh, runs at you when you know what's coming. And I, I can't, I find it hard to believe the coach didn't have him ready for the basic stuff, but it just seemed like it was a winger. Like they were just like, we're the Celtics here. Throw the ball out. We're Boston. You know, well, I think some of that's in the league. I think some of that's the unpredictability of the Warriors. If we're talking about the defense, right. Cause mm-hmm. all these different motions and directions they're going in. Like there's times where it's like Curry and clay in the middle and you're obviously right. keyed in on those guys and they run a play for Kaminga in the corner. And it's all just like Curry's not drawing up all this stuff and calling it out on the sideline. Like these guys just have feels for each other. They've connected. They've gone through a lot of growing pains, point. obviously this year to get these young guys up to speed, but to be able to have, even Chenzo have a big game like he did. And mm-hmm. uh, Kaminga, as you mentioned. Kaminga was. They, those guys were great. Uh, I thought some of the young guys really stepped up for them in this game. And Curry and Thompson were at the top of their games too. So all that just kind of piled up on the Celtics. When you're giving them breakouts and easy looks and transition on top of all that, it's going to be a flood. And they got blasted defensively in this one. And, you know, the offense was bad too. I think that's probably where you start because that fed into their defensive issues. But uh, – it goes back to what I've been talking about, Nick, that kind of just up and down defensive stature of this team throughout the year. It feels like they've lost their identity on that end a little bit, even though they worked their way back to ninth in the league coming into this game. Yeah. The, now the question is, Bobby, the real test is forthcoming because, you know, you, you meet adversity here. You're going to have Monday, you know, everybody's going to all the talking heads are going to be going at them, calling them frauds. You know, it's coming fake, best team which is kind of silly i don't believe that but we got to see how they're going to to test with uh adversity now with a little bit of criticism are they going to come out the pissed off celtics and just demolish the la teams or are they going to play you know come out pouting and that's going to be the answer to um is this team real or not at least in my head because if they bounce back fast you say okay that was just a drop in the bucket They'll make an adjustment. And the other thing I said to John, Bobby, is we're going to be now turning the corner to where every team will have had at least one look at Joe Missoula's offense, right? So now the scouting yep. report is out. So how yep. are they going to adjust to that as well? And don't forget about the Nets. The Nets are suddenly playing very well. So, you know, all this added up. You still haven't seen Milwaukee yet. Yeah. You want to so there's teams out there that can there's teams out there that can hang with that. You know, you're not expecting Chicago to get into the mix, but that's the team that's challenged them. Cleveland will be in the mix, and that team has beat them twice now. You think Milwaukee can probably hang with them. 
And the Warriors now certainly are a team that if they can get back to the finals and the West seems wide open, Steve Kerr just said it, like there's no team running away with the West right now. They like where they're at. I think this team could very well be there in the finals if the Celtics are able to get back there. And, you know, you're going to have some tough matchups that you're going to have to be able to adjust and have some flexibility to be able to play in. I think they've done a good job with that overall this year. They've beaten a lot of different kinds of teams. I mean, they're 21-5 and coming into this one. But uh, in this one, it just didn't seem like they had options to go to. Again, uh, Bobby, the the, the scouting report's out, though. So as as they come back around now, they're going to be looking at different defenses coming back at them. Yeah. So that's going to be on the players, but also on the coaching staff to really adjust. It's really a crucial period to where we're going to see both the mental and the, you know, the, the, the and the coaching and their strategic uh, game plan put to the test. Is it, you know, there's a lot coming up here where, and, and let's face it, they played, you just said it, they didn't even play Milwaukee yet. They played some, some they've won a lot of games, but they played a lot of good, easy teams too. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not worried, but this was concerning. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far. But I think concern, concerning is the right word because it shows that they can go back to this. And again, the bar is high. Again, this team's going for a championship. And this is why I've been tough on them uh, at different times this year. But we'll circle back to some of the uh, tests that lay ahead for the Celtics first. We do want to tell you about our sponsor, Athletic Greens. Uh, you've heard about them millions of times from us at this point. I think we've been on it for seven months now, now Nick. Is that possible? Yeah. Like It has been a They're long time. And They're look at look at us. Year, Bobby. We're all glowing. We're all feeling good. We're I'm down 30 Coast. pounds, bro. Yeah, on the East Coast, <laughs> Nick and John are working late night here, feeling good. You see that energy Too from old Nick. Guys. The boomer rage is in full <laughs> effect. But, you know, he's calm too. We'll get to calm in a little bit. Like all the different sponsors we have are to make you feel good. And the physical side is Athletic Greens. Their powder has minerals, vitamins, adaptogens, probiotics, all these different things that you can find individually, but it's going to rack up in price quickly if you go and get all those things individually. So this is just powder you pour in your water. Each morning, you're going to get all of that uh, with a nice tropical flavor. Tastes good. The reviews are through the roof. You don't even have to believe us. You can just go and see what other people have said about it, who have bought it. Five stars. Uh, it is just an awesome product. We've all enjoyed using it. And they're going to throw in a year's supply of immune-boosting vitamin D. Very important as it gets cold, rainy. I think it's snowing out back east. Snow Nick. Tomorrow, is that true? I think, I think all right. Tomorrow, I think tomorrow. It's not yet, but tomorrow it's going to snow, I think. First the vitamin D is crucial. Yeah, for vitamin feeling D. good through the early sunsets and all that. And five free travel packs if you're on the move, if you're working. Those are great for that. So you'll get all of that. They have some cool gear when you go and try it out for a month. Uh, it is just a great product when you go over there and uh, check that out it's athleticgreens.com slash garden go and check out everything that they have to offer you over there athleticgreens.com slash garden so uh who else do you want to hit on out of this one nick um we know brown was great brogdon settled them the role guys were tough in this one the role guys were tough but that's going to happen when your leader is rattled that that will happen and and the role players a lot of times will kind of crumble as well i i guess what's really probably on the mind of most fans bobby is is this really concerning long term it's one game right yeah it's one game and get another shot at them i think this team has responded well to some tough losses this year but this is the team you're looking to beat which makes it Harder. concerning i think that's the right word like this isn't panic mm-hmm. time this isn't mm-hmm. time to go crazy and freak out You'll probably get right back on your feet against the Clippers and Lakers. I mean, those teams have been jokes. But, <laughs> you know, this said, team, if they go out and lay a dud against the Lakers, it's going to be very, 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 very upsetting. Because <laughs> yeah. then you will have been gotten punked by uh, Steph and a horrendous Lakers team. I think they lost four in a row again. I think they're down four now. Yeah. And when been... LeBron had AD as MVP, he was pissed off that Tatum is not – as in that AD is not in the discussion with Tatum – it's I, tough for you, 10 and 15. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's the five of our team. <laughs> yeah, and I love the season he's having. I mean, he's going to make it tough on them, but I don't know. I don't think they the talent. At times, yeah. it looked like 
And this is, you know, this is the thing that the Celtics have to grapple with here is like, yes, they were digging deeper into their bench. They were looking at some guys who aren't as talented here. But look at the Warriors. I mean, Wiggins is out in this one. I thought that was a golden opportunity for the Celtics, not having him a guy who gave Tatum that trouble. You're leaning on the young guys we've talked about, Kaminga and Moody and some of these guys in their rotation, DiVincenzo stepping up, a guy who hasn't been there. So you had two teams that were relying on their depth in this one. And the Warriors actually look better, even though they're 500, even though all those guys have struggled. Wiseman's in the G League. Like they took good advantage. They took good care of those guys, set them up with different opportunities. And that's what the Celtics, you look at the finals, you look at the failures they had late last year in the playoffs. That's what they were missing. The ability to connect, involve a white, involve a grant, get those guys going. Never mind getting yourself going, which they need to do too. And that's kind of the key for Brown here is, you know, if you look at his game, he was great. Dug them out of some holes. I mean, they got within eight with five minutes to go. Did he make anyone else better tonight? That's the tough part about, like, his game here is, yes, he was crucial. He was great defensively, I thought, too. He had a phenomenal game. But no one was there to make everybody else better. I thought Smart tried at times. You talked about some of those mic'd up moments, Nick. I thought mm-hmm. he really tried to pull them out of some stuff here. Uh, but no one stepped up and really took control of this game. And that's another thing that looked like the finals. Yep. You said it all when you said it, bro. I mean, th- this is fact. And again, not panic time. Everybody says, oh, fire Joe, bring back Emei, trade Tatum. He's no longer there. They're all saying it in the chat room, Bobby. And the truth of the matter is it's one game. It's concerning. Yeah. But it's not Panicsville. They're 20. What are they? 20? They have six losses. 21 and six. Yep. Yeah. I mean, come on. Like, you, that's, you can't fluke that many games. No. So we sound like we're trying to convince ourselves at this point, bro. Yeah. And <laughs> you're right. Again, I think you hold them to a high standard. So you're, you're frustrated after seeing a performance like this on a big test. But overall, you've had that level of consistency and resiliency to bounce back. So I'm interested to see how that, that, message that they sent tonight that they're not disappointed they're going to learn from this they're not frustrated they're not angry how's that going to play over the games and weeks to come here Um, they have some lighter opponents they have some tougher opponents through christmas Uh, so are they able to just kind of get back to what they were doing and keep it rolling or does this one stick with them and hurt them a little bit here um i kind of felt like a loose i kind of felt like a loose Looseness around the team heading into this one, which you thought might have played well. I mean, they were kind of joking around pregame in the locker room. Uh, you know, there really wasn't much tension or nervousness. Guys were laughing. Guys were yelling back and forth at each other. And then things got tense fast on the court. And Tatum in particular, like you could just kind of feel the weight of this one on him. And, you know, like I'm sure that's the kind of mindset that they want to have coming into this one is that this is just another game. Keep doing whatever you're doing. But ultimately, like things tensed up fast out there. And it's not even something that you can go back and film and watch, Nick. Like that's just a feeling and a flow of the game thing with that you have to react to in game. And they didn't do a great job with it here. Yep. And that's what you expect. That's the difference we've seen thus far. It's the difference that you didn't see tonight. And it's the difference in the game. There was a pin. It's the difference between a championship team and a front running team. And I'm not saying the Celtics are front runners, but in the, or they are, you know, fraudulent. But in this, in this game, they look not up to the task. And I, I don't like the fact that you're they're coming in loose. Yeah. I mean, I want them coming in pissed off. I want them staring baseline. You want baseline. them locked in, music, the yeah, headphones in. I yeah, saw a lot of that man. with Brown. Brown wasn't in there joking around. He kind of came in, you know, got his uniform on and you know, put his head down and went to work. And that's the kind of game he had. So I'm not sure what kind of impact that has. Uh, but it was interesting to kind of like see that scene coming in and then the way it flipped yeah. once they got yeah. out there on the floor. And this place was jumping. I mean, the, the seats were packed. Everyone was lined up. They all had their phones out looking at Curry, seeing what he was going to do. And, you know, the Warriors looked like the Warriors again today. They're that, they're that team that's not going away. Um, John, having some technical difficulties. Yep. Doesn't look like he's going to be able to join us here. I will get one more thought before we head, head out of here. And, you know, we'll try to catch Brown and Tatum before they leave the arena here. But uh, sounds like Rob's return's imminent. Joe Stay in there, not going to rush him, saying that he needs to get in shape. We, you saw the video, Nick, at practice of him flying around and wearing that but big they, brace. They, that limp, that limp and that brace, but the limp did look – I mean, John could be an alarmist sometimes, but that – when he landed on one foot and bounced, it did kind of look like that, yeah. you know, on the, in that practice video. So what do you and think? Do you see him on Monday or are they going to they gonna take their time a little bit here, you think? I, If I'm Joe, I hold him out. 
And I'm going to tell you why they need to recover from this game. And no matter what happens, when Rob comes back, when you're reintegrating a, a, a major key contributor, a lot of times you'll sputter a little bit. They can't afford to have a two game, three game, four game losing streak on this trip. Let's get this, this game behind us, kick both LA teams in the ass and then bring Rob back. That would be my, my thought. Bring him back um, against he, Orlando. That's a that's yep. a back to back next weekend. You know, that's kind yeah, of a way yeah, to yeah. ease him in. And now it's a it's a back to second night of a back to back, right? The Lakers game is on Wednesday, it's but yeah, that two game yeah. series is uh, is Friday Sunday, so they'll have a day off. Yeah. Between. So bring him back for Orlando. It alleviates the pressure on him really to come out and be, you know, anything other than just a contributor. And I'm sure they're going to bring him off the bench. Is yep. that what you're hearing? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think that's, that's the plan. So that's uh, that's a wrap for tonight. You know, we'll circle back over the next days. There's two games, Monday and Tuesday in L.A. I'll be down there. I'm heading down tomorrow your on Your first Sunday. Lakers, right? This is your first, first Lakers. First time at Staples Center. It's going to be fun. All I'm going to tell July, you this, Bobby. LeBron. Bobby, all I'm going to tell you this, and I, and I want you to text me. Uh, and when are they playing first, the Lakers or the Clippers? They usually play Clippers. the Lakers first. They're playing the Clippers, Clippers first. first. On Monday, oh, yeah. oh, it won't be as jarring. I want you to tell me the difference at Staples for a Lakers game and a Clippers game and wait. And both are sold out. Wait till you see it. It's, it's pretty remarkable, not just from a fan standpoint, but everything from, and, and I think the Clippers PR is great. I really do. But everything from the way the PR has you set up to the lighting in the arena, everything's different. It's like a different place. You're going to have a lot yeah. of fun for that Lakers game. And I know, that you know, was great. we have, we have some doubts about those teams right now, but Kawhi's going to get up to play the Celtics, I'm sure. Paul George, yeah. those guys are going to get up and try to, you know, say, all right, these two guys are the best duo in the league. we got something to say about that. And I'm well, sure Bobby, LeBron th- and Davis, is, they're not going to sit for that Lakers game. These are two very pivotal games right now after this loss. They become very important. And I know you're not playing the best teams. You know, the Lakers suck, you know, uh, but – it could be a make or break because if the Celtics lose to, to these both L.A. teams, I don't see it happening. But if it does, holy cow, they're going to come home to to uh, talking head, burning fire, the talking heads. And uh, it could be catastrophic. They need to really, really come out strong. And I think that they will. I think you're going to see them really, really roll over the Clippers and, and, and probably beat the Lakers. I think so. I mean, look at the way they played the Suns the other night. I mean, that – there was some kind of statement being made there and you wish they were able to do that here as well, but uh, those are definitely more manageable opponents uh, in Phoenix, LA and LA. Uh, So again, I'll be down. I'm going to leave you with this. Wait, Bobby, one more thing. I can only help, but hope I can only, I can't help myself from thinking the warriors are like, we're 500. We're rested. And these guys are busting ass, killing everybody in the NBA for the first 40 games. We'll wait until the second 40 games and then the playoffs to really rev it up. Isn't Boston, that something? I mean, it's it's impressive. Yeah. Like, they, you know, they had this last year, too. People were down on them. They're saying they got to make some trades, you know, fix this team. You have that Draymond punch coming into the year. There's some more doubts about them. They're 13 and 13 yep. here. Awful loss to Utah the other night. They get up for this game. Yep. And, again, I heard Green uh, on – post game wherever he was giving uh, an interview said this was just such a crucial Ross and you could see it from Curry too I mean everyone was asking how they're going to guard the Celtics and deal with all that talent and blah 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 and he comes out post game is like that's how you do it <laughs> yep. so impressive stuff on that note team that's won so many championships now you yep. saw that 2022 hanging in the banners here and you know that's that's still deep set in everybody's mind, that final series. I know I posted some memories from it that were giving some people some nightmares uh, of that June <laughs> series. All right. Once again, Athletic Greens, go check them out. Big reason we're able to travel, do all this coverage for you here on the ground. Great sponsors like athleticgreens.com slash gardening. They're giving you all these different uh, bonuses to doing it. So your supply of vitamin D, five free travel packs. Again, more gear when you sign up for it. That's really cool. Go check it out. See what they're offering. Rocket Money. Great service. Again, before they were sponsors here, Nick, I heard of them. I checked it out. You're always wondering what you're paying for that you're not aware of. The money just falling out of your account. I was telling John Zanis, I had three B12 
BSJ memberships under three different names. I'm sure you have five money. Adobe's. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there. But but the thing is, I don't know which ones are like you guys are using the Rocket Money. I know I only need three. I only need one BSJ membership. Sorry, Greg. I canceled the other two. <laughs> Thank you, RocketMoney.com/garden. Yeah, again, go check it out. See what it can do for you. It's going to give you all the money that's coming out of your account to the unwanted subscriptions, and you can just cancel them right from the app. Makes it super easy, really useful. Again, all the all the different stuff we're telling you, we use, and big plus, really helps you. Convenience, health, and relaxation is the big one. First, rocketmoney.com slash garden, but also some love for calm. We love, you got to calm down after a loss like this. I see a lot of people freaking out. It is just one game. Get to bed. Get some sleep tonight. I know it's late on the East Coast. Calm.com slash garden. Sleep sounds, meditation, yoga, more. There's something for everybody on there in terms of your mental Jimmy health, Toscano your sleeping, snoring. your relaxation. <laughs> yes. You've seen what it's done for Jimmy. He's feeling great. He's getting his rest right now. We'll see him over the next couple of late games here. And, uh, you know, we'll have coverage out here, as we said. Big reason why these sponsors like calm.com slash garden. Great gift. 40% off. Can't beat that. One more time. Celtics losers to the Warriors, 123-107. We'll have continued coverage out here. I don't think Brown and Tatum have talked yet, uh, so stay tuned to Twitter and Celtics CLNS for their reaction. CLNS Media on YouTube, Celtics All Access on YouTube for uh, post-game segments from uh, Chase Center here in San Francisco, and then we're on to L.A. Nick, thanks for joining us. Always great having you here on the Garden Report. Thanks for thanks having for me on. Thanks to John um, for leading it off it. and trying to work through some technical difficulties there. We'll talk to him on Monday. And you guys, 10.30 tip-off, Celtics Clippers. We'll see you then.